Hi guys, welcome to the Sunday Fufu podcast. Charlie, we're back again after a couple of weeks. Love the interaction you guys are giving us and the feedback we've been getting from the show. Yep. I'm back with my main man, Zogba. <laughs> Charlie, what's up, what's, what's, up, good, what's up, Donald? How's your, um, how's your driving this morning? Bro, I honestly... Hmm, Charlie, adulting, man. I lost my car, bro. Oh, no! Yeah, I, lo- I lost my car. I sell them, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was That's giving cool. me problems every couple of weeks to a month. And I was like, Charlie, enough is enough. At some point, you just have to realize, like, you just compare, look at things, and you're like, what am I... Putting yourself putting through this. Putting myself through this. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Charlie, yeah, I need, a, I need a break. So it's someone else's problem now. Yeah, nah, that's and cool. And just to be fair, to clarify, I sold it honestly. It wasn't one of those things yeah, where, Charlie... You, you, told, you told them what they were getting they themselves into. They told you into. anything, then, Charlie. You just go... Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw give up no one. It's like, you jail your hand from inside. Yeah. It's like, Charlie, we transact hey, finish. man, yeah. Like, that's, that's too bad. <laughs> Once yeah, you Charlie. couldn't drive your car off my lot, well, it's your car yeah, now. Ghana, that's your Charlie, problem Nobody to does returns in Ghana, bro. Like, we always know say returns. It's yeah. not a thing in Ghana, man. Like, forget it. Yeah. Anyway, guys, like, um, at this point, I need to introduce our, you know, special guest today. This is one we've actually been looking forward to for some time now. Oh, wow, yeah. Because, like, this is someone that we've always felt like, in terms of, you know, what his art is about and the kind of stuff that he likes to talk about and touch on, you know, that's what embodies what Sandy Fufu is about, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the amazing Kojo Q. Let me just uh, say it before anybody gets. I didn't come here because my subject matter matches. I came here yeah. for Fufu. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Charlie. They, they, they tricked they me can't with the heat. Oh, bro. <laughs> they tricked me. <laughs> he, 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 said, you know, he sold his car, honestly, but he didn't sell the podcast, yeah, honestly. Sell the podcast <laughs> so honestly. So they told Charlie. me Sunday Fufu. As soon as I heard Fufu now, I was yeah, so like, oh, yeah, Charlie, I'm, I'm down, I'm down, like, man. Yeah, I realized, Feed me. It's super heavy. <laughs> oh, bro, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. It. Charlie I'm, 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 I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm, I'm at least honored that you considered my opinion is no, like, bro, we are enough. honored, man. Yeah, no, but seriously. I'm also honored that you, you know, <laughs> you consider what I have to say, like, yeah, uh, good enough for people yeah, to hear. Yeah, so, no, for uh, sure. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, Charlie, bro, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Um, so, like, Fufu, Fufu is one of your favorite. Uh, now, Fufu, Fufu is not, Fufu is not food to me. It's what like air. Oh. It's something that has to, yeah, has to happen. Yeah. So, if you ask me my favorite food, I'm probably going to tell you Banku. Because oh, food like, it's, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, not yeah. Yeah. It's default set. Exactly. Right. Right. Like my grandma, I grew, I was raised by my grandma, so right. morning fufu, uh, nighttime fufu. In you between, you, find you know what's funny? Food. That's a far cry from Olele, because Olele was like. Oh no, it's you. It it's me, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, this guy isn't like a fufu person. Uh, no, no, no. You don't need don't to say it like that. Don't say like that. You need that. to kind of get him on the train. Okay, what's a fufu person? Is it someone that? likes fufu or someone that like you're saying lives breathes and you know eats no no fufu. no i think anybody that likes fufu is a fufu it's a fufu person, person so you right? like fufu, exactly right? so i like fufu yeah, but so the cool. reason why he's saying that is because i you know mentioned that <laughs> i mentioned that i didn't used to like fufu uh, when yeah. i was younger i was like what is this no, no i i will not even i will not even lie to you i think i like fufu more now that i can buy it myself because <laughs> okay. because back then like i'm saying it's like all the time all the you time. wanted to Fair eat enough. you wanted to eat like something else or something yeah, 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 yeah. occasionally like yeah. all the time like why <laughs> yeah. but you know that's that's actually interesting like there's something about something that is done at home so much that 
Yes, just, no, I just like, yeah, because yeah, my, my mom does like homemade plantain chips. Like, you know, she it's, it's something she does, it's a soft business. Mm-hmm. So yeah. She's not trying to, she has a 95, of course. This is something like a hobby or pastime yeah. that she's turning into a business. You understand? So, for when I house there, those pastries, plantain chips, and you know, all the other they stuff, were there all it the did there all the time. And you get and tired. Yeah, when she, when she starts, I was like, oh shit, like, this is dope. We're about to. <laughs> But after now, Charlie, I see plantain chips and that. I'm like, yo, enough, I've had enough. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, it's and also on the fufu thing, growing up, my grandfather was actually one of those people where he wanted to eat fufu all the time. Okay. So like you're saying, breakfast, whatever. And I'm just and I used to wonder like, how? How can a person always want to eat <laughs> right. one thing? Okay, so I'm much? like that with Ampesi. Because my dad is an Ampesi lover. Right. So, yeah, like, yeah, literally yeah. Every, like every day. Every day, like, why? And I was like, bro, come <laughs> on, man. Like, so, how can you eat Ampesi every day? Yeah. So, could you, like, for you, uh-huh. how have you not gotten tired of eating food? If at one point in time, no, you're so, all the time. So, I, 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 was, I was tired of it then. Oh, okay. Now, I wish I could eat, like, all the time. Mm. And I don't know if it's just because I am older. Or because now some of the things that I wanted back then are so accessible that because you know exactly. jollof and chicken was a luxury then. Mm-hmm. Now it's like it's like chicken. No, they yeah, 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 yeah. Like bro, yeah. you can have uh-huh. all we give you once. Yeah, like, like it's like chicken. No, yeah, like yeah. yeah. So maybe now that I I have access to everything else, now I can really decide what I actually yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, selective yeah. about it. You can actually be selective yeah. about it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyway, so guys, Charlie, if you haven't done this already, please follow us on our socials at The Gold Coast Report. Please listen to our uh, episodes on our website, listen to gcr.com, or wherever else you listen to your podcast Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever. Shout out to George, our producer. Go check him out on Spotify. King George the seventh or eighth? Please, I'll confirm. <laughs> but it's one of them. Please go check him out. And also, shout out to our videographer, Little, behind the scenes. You guys never seen, but Charlie. He did for me. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Cool guy. <laughs> solid, solid. Solid guy. Yeah. Solid. Shout out to the people behind the scenes, man. I'm Charlie. sure, you know, you like, obviously they don't get talked about enough, but Charlie, their value to what we do is massive. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's always them. Like, uh, Today, I make the rain beat a little, but Charlie, uh, it's no complaint. He did a camera and basketball, see. like everything. Be good the person that's on the, the person that's on the screen most of the time gets a lot of the love yeah. and a lot of the hate. But that's yeah. He's only about maybe twenty, thirty. Yeah, it's the people behind yes. the scenes that make yes, it. Yes, everybody <laughs> else. Honestly, it's true. Yeah, oh, that's everybody true. else is Charlie. If the like you go on, Ghanaians have these things where we like to compare performances, right? They see a BT performance and they're like, yo, and then they see G- VGMAs and they're like, oh, yeah, artist, yeah, like, bro. What you were watching, the artist was standing in one spot. Exactly. It was everybody else, else that, that was, was making for it. it. Exactly. There was a lights guy. No, that's very, very true. Visual guy. Yeah, yeah. You have an artist in Ghana that's really controlling the stage. Yes. He doesn't have the visuals. And exactly. It's not terrible. the same. Yeah. Yeah. You understand? So, the people behind the scenes, if are we, a huge part of. Yeah, what? they're a huge part of it. If we paid more attention to them, gave them the props that they deserved, and then involved them. Everything else across board will be, yeah. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think at this point we can conveniently dive into the main conversation we're going to have today. Uh, the heaviness. The heaviness <laughs> starts. I mean, the whole point of this podcast was to really like you know 
greater space for men to have these kind of conversations. Like conversations that, as we typically say, men are sensitized not to have. Yeah. You know, like honest, real conversations about things that really, really affect us on the real. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean, this segment is called uh, Chop Time No Friend segment. Yeah. Was it something you used to do? Um, Chop Time No Friend? Uh, I never had the... Uh I had never had the luxury of eating alone. You come across as the kind of person who would want to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, time. like, I was raised by my grandma with, like, five cousins. Yeah. And in a, uh, a compound house setting with other, like, my grandma and her sisters with their grandchildren as well. Okay. And the way food was done was when each grandma made food, they just called out, and crown crown mom, bro, okay. and then you go and eat. Wow. And we all eat. So it's like you will be eating out of like a big ass bowl with maybe uh, 10, 15 other people. Sometimes they were separated for wow. like age groups and stuff. Right. Yeah. So it was never it was never a thing to have your food yeah, and you then yeah, yeah, your my corner. own. Yeah. Even like what you wear in the morning when you wake up, if depending on how early you took your bath, you got to select your favorite what you got yeah. oh, so okay. I, didn't, I didn't have like my shirt right and if something was brought to me it was everybody's right yeah oh, right. so that's that's a really interesting, interesting. Yeah. yeah so like the, the concept of that type of ownership oh yeah that's what i was about to say i i was first exposed to it when i i moved from my paternal grandma she died and i had to move to go and live with my mom okay and over there i had other cousins in another house but in the same area and going to their house, they're like three siblings. That's four siblings. That's the first time I, I learned that there could be milk in the fridge and it could be somebody's milk. Right. Yeah. So like, the, yeah. Like, yeah. That was the first time I learned that don't come in my room. And I was like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, yes. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's really interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, I guess that first part stuck. I am not really a. A chop time, no, no like, friend, yeah, just type like, person. Okay, yeah, I feel you, I feel you. So basically, the concept of that is basically with chop time, no friend. Everybody is, I guess, entitled to their food, but in this particular case, their opinions. You okay. know what I'm saying? So we're unapologetic about it, freely shared, we move, right? So before we begin, I just want to find out, like, you've mentioned, you've talked a little about how growing up, the situation was in your home. Like, did you grow up with your dad? No. I didn't. You didn't, um, okay. Uh, I think a year after I was born, he left the country to go, you know, try and make something out of himself. Mm. And he went to South Africa and then <coughs> to London, where he's lived most of his life. So the first time I actually met him, met him, I said, because one year I didn't, I had no memories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the first time I actually met him, met him, I was 14. I was like in last year at JSS. Yeah. Wow. That is, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Is that when he like he came so he came to Ghana? Yeah, so he came back. Okay. Yeah, that was his first time back. What was that um experience like? What do you remember were your feelings, your initial feelings when you uh, saw him? Is it first impressions or yeah, first impressions, yeah. He came to the house, right? Uh no, I met I I I picked him up at the airport with my mom. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't remember having any any special type feeling. Yeah. Uh, you weren't nervous? 
No, I didn't know. As in, you saw this person. Okay. Did you see him as nah, this is my father? Or was it, no, no, it was just a, a new person? It was you just meeting? a person. Yes. Yeah, yes, it was just a person that I was okay. meeting. Okay. Um, it was just a person that I was meeting, and there are no extra emotional angles to it. Okay. I, I think maybe more so for him. Sure. For my mom than yeah. for me. For I can, me, I can imagine like, that. Yeah, for yeah, the both of them, it was. Yeah, and I think a part of, a part of that was also, um, all the fathers that I knew before, I met him, mm-hmm. were not really exemplary. So it wasn't like a thing. Okay. You know, I was mostly raised by women, right. my grandma, my aunties, and. Not even having my dad around wasn't an issue because a lot of yeah, everybody's dad was feel. not around. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, yeah, so, okay. so it wasn't like, uh, oh, why is your dad not around? Yeah. So it was yeah. a normal thing. Yes. Right. Fathers are just people that are not They're around. Not around, right. Yeah, and that then was when the they mentality. come, okay. there's a lot of tension. Right. And, you know, daddy is coming around, put yeah, up the yeah, TV, put do the right. TV, yeah, so, uh-huh. so it wasn't even a... Uh, it wasn't even on that level for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to his credit, he, he was nothing like that. Right. Yeah. I think for me, my experience was kind of similar, but not exactly the same. Um, my parents got divorced when I was six years old. So um, my mom and I left and we went to live with my grandma. So I kind of had a similar situation to yours in that in my grandmother's house, there were a lot of people living there. You know, I had a couple yeah. of my uncles still there. And I had my three of my cousins who, um, their parents were in the UK at the time, so they had left them in Ghana to just like, they wanted them to have that Ghanaian upbringing, so they had left them with my grandma. So, grandma just had a real hero. Yeah, so we, <laughs> so we lived in a house full of people, and it was so beautiful. Like, it made me, I didn't even feel, looking back, I didn't feel like the divorce impacted me at all. Right. At that age, like, I didn't even think about it, honestly. I only thought about it when, let's say, my dad would come and visit and go, you know, because that was how our relationship, what it involved, it evolved into. Right. He would only come and visit, like, every month or something, bring, bring, stuff. Was, bring stuff and leave, and all go. of that stuff. Right. And then I will go and spend maybe a week there every now and then, stuff like that, which was tough because, I don't know, I was in the... In a space where there were a lot of people, right. and then when I went to him, he was alone. So right. I was like, "It's a very different." Yeah, we have like a reverse thing. Okay. Cause dad not around at all, but I this is the relationship I had with my mom right. until I also until I was fourteen. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where so she, you also used she, to see her? Yeah, like, like just pop up, pop yeah. pop up, drop something, and then and go. Then go. Yeah, so... Ah, so where you were wow. with your grandma. Then, I was like, with my grandma. Oh, okay. So the thing with the two of them is when they had me, and it has taken me a lot of reflection and a lot of growing up to give them a lot of grace. Yes. When they had me, <coughs> mom was 18, dad was 19. Right. right. So they were kids. People don't yeah. talk about this enough. They were kids. Like how much... You know the time you have children how much that impacts the decision making and yeah. the mindset of the person you know going into because even yep. when they are older they still you know navigate things yeah, I'm, know, like, like they don't always we are in our 30s right. and mm-hmm. i don't think any of us have any of us feel like we we have a grip yeah, 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 yeah yes that's it's true yeah it's true so how can you expect so, so much that, yeah, at that 18, age, yeah, 18, yeah, like, 18 yeah obviously yeah, yeah. so it, it, it was that pop up 
go away. But like you, I I did not feel like there was an absence. Okay. I never felt that. Yeah. Like every all the women around were my were my mother, so right. I never felt nobody made me feel like your mom is not here. Mm. Yeah. Everybody was treated. If if a thing comes that will cause an issue, if my mom brings something and me having it will cause an issue, my grandma will take that thing and put it on top of the <laughs> yeah, nobody's having it. Yeah, too. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is interesting. No, my relationship was a little bit different because, like, both my parents, like, I had both my parents in my life, like, from the time I was a kid. How was that like? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, right? People, people are always like, when, when I hear other people talk about yeah. it that way, like, I, I, yeah, I never had that because, like, my mom and my dad were always there. And, like, they were much older when I was born. Like, my mom was 40, my dad was 42. So, like, my parents were old people. So, yeah. but, but then, like, they were always around. So, like, yeah, in my, my experience with my dad, like a lot of the times growing up, my dad was the disciplinarian. He's like typical African father. So it's like, yes, when daddy's coming home, there's like some degree Scarf. of, yeah, there's some degree of, Scarf. oh shit, if I did something bad today, yeah. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> but like I, I've said previously, like my parents never hit us. So like my dad was, my dad's idea of discipline was to speak sternly to you and then like ask you to explain yourself. And if you couldn't, you would, sit in your room or sit at the table or sit in a corner like that that was that was that was it like my mom was more always more like the but it was good cop back it was clearly good cop back yeah. now that i look back on it <laughs> but like yeah like in the moment i was just kind of like yeah it was it was my relationship with my dad was good but like like i'm trying to i'm trying to make it better now yeah, yeah. My, my my dad never hit me oh it was more it was more like uh, exercise, hold your ear and do this type thing. But as for hits me, and even that he stopped because one time he did it and I I did it and I just got so tired and I just stopped. And I right. was like, if you, whatever he would do. He should yeah. do, yeah. And he told me to go. Never hit me, but my mom, <laughs> my mom will fuck you. Like, one, of the, one of the memories I have that would never leave me is this woman was like, she was beating the hell out of me and I pretended to be dead. Oh, shit. And she said, "Oh, you are dead." Oh, then now and she dead. stepped on my head. Oh my god! What? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, now, now my that's mom, my wild. mom will, my my mom will fuck you up. That's and wild. That's yeah. Crazy. Wait, how old were you when this happened? I, I was like, I was like maybe 12, 13. That's yeah. crazy. And my dad got her to that's stop when he was in, and then when he left, he left. It came. It back. came back. But then it stopped when I was in, I was like, I was like in SS3 or so, and SS2 or SS3, and we were having an argument and then she tried to slap me and I held her hand and I put it down. And since then she never, <laughs> she never yeah, did it again. Yeah, I just held her hand, looked at her for like two minutes and then and put, I it, put down. it down yeah. and then continued the argument. And since then, she has oh, it done. Yeah. SS3, SS3 like 16. 16 right? Yeah, because yeah. I answered that, no, I answered that 15 to... Yeah, I was getting to 18, but yeah. I was not yet 18. Yeah. Like, that interaction is so interesting because... So, obviously, at some point in my life, mm -hmm. my mom remarried. So, a stepfather came into the equation. Different ballgame altogether, actually. So, for the most part, at the beginning, um, things were rocky. Like, we didn't really have a great relationship. So, when Zuba talks about, you know, having both parents... Um, You've had that too. At some point, yeah. I, I had that, right? But that was a different dynamic. So what, what I'm speaking to is, when he first came into the picture, like he came into the he came into parenting with the mindset of disciplinarian. 
like he did like he wasn't available for anything else other than discipline. what has Dante done. Uh, I'm here to discipline him uh, and then, you know, disappear back into my into my, you know, sports. Space, yeah. And the reason why I'm speaking to this is at some point as I grew older, I fought back and like he I think he was so surprised that he was like I think that was the moment where he realized, okay, this guy is yeah, he's old. He's older yeah, yeah. now. He's an you adult. Know, like, he's yeah, no longer yeah. that child, that child. Yeah. You can just you just say whatever and it's yeah. just gonna fly. You know what I'm saying? But I think this is a good segue into the first question I was gonna ask you. Like what was um, from that point where your dad was reintroducing to your life, what was his approach or mindset to, to parenting at that point in time? Where I think you, you said you were fourteen years old. Yeah. At that point in time. So I think because he had had exposure. I had lived in a, in a society where you cannot beat children and you yeah. have to. So he was a little different. The, the only thing I and, I... and I don't think he did it consciously. That's just the way he expressed stuff. Is that I think he likes to make pronouncements instead of explaining... You understand? That's, that's what I talk about in Bia. Instead of saying, oh, yeah. if you do not do... A, B, C, D, your life can go this way. He skips the explanation part and just yeah. says, your life you need is to terrible. Do this. Yeah. So then it always feels like, I just met you and every day, yeah. like yeah. you're kissing me, like every single day, if I do something you, that you don't like, then it's yeah. like, you know, I just, I literally just met you. Why are you this So negative. Person? Yeah. So that, that was like the, that was the thing that got in between even that and this was like one year he was back for a year uh and then he left and then the next time i saw him again i think i was uh around 20 and then since then he's been back maybe two or three times and then every time he comes like maybe we'll meet once and then that's it yeah so i think that period we spent a whole year together in the same space and if it wasn't for the the pronounced like if it wasn't for his approach to saying things maybe the, the relationship would have been better but because of that <coughs> the he he is like a, he's like a he's like a a regular person to me i right. give him all the respect and all the this and that I give of everybody course. who you understand. Yeah. But there there isn't really any serious attachment. To him. Yeah, there isn't in there isn't I feel any, you. Yeah. Um how much do you think like so you did you throughout that that gap period where you hadn't seen him or he was in your life, mm -hmm. did you get a sense of what his upbringing was or what his life was about? Well, did you hear stories? Were you told anything about him? Um, I had the stories that I heard about him before I met him was about him being like a wild teenager. Because yeah, like I said, when he when he had me when he left, he was still he was a teenager. Still a kid. Yeah. You understand? So it's just you hear when 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 I do something when I do something. I'm trying to be a trickster. Yeah. They're like, you're just like your dad. This is right. what he used to do. Yeah. Because as a, as a child, I was wilder. I was like, Than him? I was wild. Like, 
than than I am now. No, okay. Really, okay. Than I am now. I don't know about him because I don't know the degree to yeah, which he was. Yeah. yeah. But I was I was I was like my mom is still shocked to this day that I can come sit around and not say a, a word and I'm just calm like and she doesn't <laughs> understand like what happened. But as a child I was I was wowed that right. um, I was smart but I didn't like school. I would cut class, steal money and go and watch Chinese movies, <laughs> go and buy toys, they would catch me, beat me. Like I was just that. Yeah. Like in class three I got my I got my classmates to uh, start save money together so that at the end of vacation, we will spend it on on things together and then we'll, yeah, we'll, like, we'll have a good time. And yeah. then they'll give me the money. And then the first two times they gave me, I also deposited it with somebody. Yeah. And from then they'll give me the money. I just go to the Jollof joint and buy Jollof. <laughs> give me the money. I just go to the Jollof joint <laughs> and buy Jollof. And then... Um, so so stuff like that like yeah. vacation vacation time one of them his sister pushed him to come and ask for his money back right. but because of the first two that I had saved <laughs> I had something for him so to when I gave it back, it back yeah. I was like yeah like you yeah, it's all good way. yeah so like confidence came yeah, back yeah rebuilt the confidence and then yeah. luckily for me that vacation period was when my grandma decided to move us from the family house to another space oh, no. so they they, they, they couldn't find from, you they are people from CPC that I'm sure if, I still if they find you, you are looking for you. Yeah, I was, I, so I was like that. So whenever I would pull something like that, and then it would go They'd wrong, be like, it will always be like, oh, yeah, just like you're your dad, just like your dad, yeah. just like your dad. So those are the stories I heard about him. But the stories that I have heard from him is totally different. Okay. So, um, hold on, hold on one second. Yeah. It's not recording. No, it's recording. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. What's up? Are Are you getting me now? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Yeah, I remember where I was. Yeah. So, um, for 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 the people that I've heard, like for my brothers, mm-hmm. um. Uh, muddy story and share the song, like share the song when I when I when I'm talking about somebody telling me about how hard their life has been. Yeah, that's actually a, a literal conversation that he had with me. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a conversation. And, and in muddy story, that is me trying to see his the situation from his, his angle point of when view, it, yeah. yeah when it comes to me. Yeah, so he's had. I think we've had like maybe two very honest, very like emotional conversations conversations uh as adults and um i get it i try to let him understand that i get it yeah um, <clears throat> the problem with him is he he still feels like just by virtue of being your, your biological dad. father. Yeah. He's entitled to Yo, this a thing. relationship with you. Yeah. As his, you know, mm-hmm. as, like, you're, you're his son. And yeah. And I try to let him understand. I like, I have nothing against you. I get it. You yeah. understand? I, I identify <clears throat> with your struggle so much. I'm sympathetic and everything. Yeah. But I don't know you. Yeah, of course. You understand? I don't know you. You don't know me either. Yeah. Some of the things that I do that you think that 
I do because I have a problem with you. If you knew me, you would know you that know, that's, that's who I am. Yeah, that's just who I am. Like, one of his, his big issues with me is I don't call him enough. Okay. I don't text him enough. And I'm like... I don't do that for anybody. I don't... Yeah. Like, I... There isn't, <laughs> yeah. a, there isn't a single person in the world yeah. that will tell you that I text them, call them all the time. Right. Right. Unless maybe we are working on something. Right. Because that's just... A part that's, of who you are. Yeah, that's just... And my, my mom understands that. Yeah. My wife understands that. Yeah. Right. If you need me, call me, I'll come. But I am not, I am not one of those people that wake up in the morning and is like, well, oh, I have to check on A, B, C, D. Exactly. It's just... It's, just it's, not, it's, not, yeah, it's yeah. not a part of who you are. Yeah, it's just not a part of who I am. It, it's, it's, it's not a measure of how much I love you. Yes. If you measure it like that, you always get it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just... There's just that little thing. And I've, I've tried to tell him, like, bro... This don't is take just, it yeah, personal. Yeah, don't take it personally. And then also, this takes time. Yeah. You understand? Just try it. If every morning you were hitting me up and I was not responding, then, then you can have an yeah. issue. Yeah. But you don't call me, I don't call you. And it's you like know, a thing. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. The, the Ghanaian um, families, like the older folk, they have this thing where it's like, they feel like it always has to be on you. Yeah, because you're the, you're the younger person. I know. Right? Yes. Like, that's the way they think about it. Exactly. Never got it's just wild to me, man. But, but yeah, what was yeah. your no your dad's approach uh-huh, towards yeah. parenting? So I was going to say I was going to say that um, with mine, right? Um, my dad, he was still in that phase for a very very long time. He stayed in that space where he was upset that you know I ended up with my mom, and it's not even like it's not even like there was a decision made on that. You understand? My mom just natural. Yeah, instincts yeah. Just, just you know you. just took me along with her you understand and i was visiting you so it wasn't even like you know she was trying to keep me away from you yeah. you understand but yeah. i think from that point forward once the separation had happened my dad sort of packaged me with my mom so all the feelings that he had with my for my mom he sort of put them on you translated mm-hmm. that yeah. onto me as well even as a child so I would come, I would go visit him. And that's one of the reasons why it was always tough for me to stay. I would go visit him. And my dad was a doctor. So, and my dad really took pride in the fact that he had worked his way up into becoming a doctor from his circumstances. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to ask you the question of how much you felt like, you know, your father, your father's upbringing. That's why I asked the question, mm-hmm. how much you knew about his upbringing. I was going to ask you how you feel like his upbringing affected his approach to parenting because I feel like there was a tangible connection with my no, dad and how is, he yeah. did approach it because for him it was like like I said his circumstances his dad also wasn't there for him you understand me and his dad was well to do but because his dad wasn't there they lived in very difficult circumstances, circumstances yeah. growing up so for him he took that personally you understand? And for him, one of the outlets of expressing that frustration was to become successful himself. Right. You understand me? So that it's like in your face, you I not being it, there, yeah. I did it. Do you get what I'm saying? So that pride was so much for, like, was so huge for him that that's what his whole entire, like, outlook on life became okay. about. So for me, I'll go there and then he'll be asking me, like, it became a quiz 
sessions like yeah do you know this if you don't know it's like yeah it's because you, you you live with your mom not with me yeah <laughs> so he used to bombard me with that all the time we we'll are driving in town do you know this area no it's like yeah it's because you live with your mom that's why wow yeah and like but, i but got that's what that's what happens like <clears throat> if they have because my my mom and dad too is similar mm-hmm. uh left came back married her left again problems separation you're always the i i say it's a muddy story like you understand like you're you're the the shield you're caught in the middle you understand you're everybody wants everybody either wants you to pick a side or wants to look good to you right right Mm -hmm. and like like till this day like you call me and then you say like what are you this is not your thing what are you expecting me to say that's my mother right and that's my mother that's my dad what am I supposed exactly. to feel about it? Exactly. Yeah. So it's facts. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like, you know, um, it really impacted how his relationship with me became about. You understand me? And it was very, very frustrating always being around him. You know. So I don't know. Like with your dad, do you think that his upbringing affected how he handled things with you? Yeah. 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 I, it, similar situation here. Um, in one of the conversations, he's like, Charlie, uh, he, never, he never even got to have a relationship with his dad in his, in his time. A dad was somebody that you couldn't approach. You know, and his, you know, his dad lived somewhere. He also lived somewhere. Every once in a while, he would go and ask for money to do something. If he had, he would give him. If he didn't have, it's fine. Like, he had to find his own way around. Yeah. So, I guess for him, the fact that he is able to do 10 times more for you than his dad yes. means that he's a great father. Yes. Uh, you understand? Yeah. It was like, you don't know how bad I had it. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, how bad I, it could be. You understand? Because yeah. at least I'm, at least I can call you. At least we can have a conversation. Yeah. I'm still here. And then, then I never got to have mm-hmm. that That's type with of thing my, yeah, yeah. with my dad and stuff. So, Charlie, you can only you definitely can only give what you know. So yeah. I don't see how, how your race doesn't affect whether your negatively or parents, you, understand? Yeah. you either overcompensate or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. So, well, well, how was your father's, <coughs> like, what was that? Do you, do you feel like there's a connection between how your dad was, was raised and then. how he approached? So like my, like my dad, my dad has always been a very, I get my dad's a very structured person, right? He like, he really values structure. So that is, is seeped into his parenting. Like my dad's parenting methods are very, very structured. It's like, this is the way things are supposed to be done. This is the way we do things. He, he, sometimes he wouldn't even ask, why aren't you doing things this way? To be like, no, you have to do things this way. Like that's always been my dad's approach to parenting. Even like with my mom, like, I think that's his approach to most of his relationships. It's like, I want structure. This is the structure I believe works. This is the structure we are going to use. And if at any point in time, like, I've had uh, an issue with my dad. It's been around this topic of structure because it's funny. He said it recently. He was like, you, you are very liberal. You don't care about a lot of things. It's not, and I told him, it's not that I don't care. I'm j- I just, I don't, I'm not as like bound by structure as you are. So I think that, and like my dad's binding to structure, I think is based on how he was brought up. Cause like he came up from 
like he didn't really have means as a kid like his family didn't really have means and out of all his siblings he had 12 siblings out of all his siblings he's probably one of the more successful of them and his thing is i used these methods to get to where i am if you want to get to the same place you have to use the same methods and like you said he doesn't know any other method he hasn't he knows what works and it's worked for him so far so he will in his mind a good parent will instill that into their kids so that they also have the same kind of success that he has had and i appreciate like you said like growing up now as an adult i can appreciate him trying to do that but as a kid i was like no like i don't want to do things this way like you keep telling me this is the only way i need to do things what if i don't do them that way and like there are times when i do things my own way and they would work so that reins like it reinforced my yeah. idea that nah your way isn't the only way to do things so like when i was younger me and my dad always used to clash on things like that because he'd be like you just need to do this like he was like my dad wanted me to go to school to become a doctor you just need to go and become a doctor like and i was like like you said why the explanation isn't really <laughs> there you know it's like i'm your dad i know what's best yeah. for you and it's like yeah. if my, i'm sure if my dad had sat me down as a kid and been like if you become a doctor you make millions of dollars and yeah, you can do whatever down, yes. you want yeah. when you're an adult you know you can afford everything i would have probably be, been more like amenable to that kind of advice but if you're just telling me that it's for my own good what do you mean by my like, own good? what does yeah. that what exactly does that mean but like i said like i think his when he was growing up his parents never explained things to him either so like now he he found his own way and his to him the best way of parenting is to instill that way into his kids yeah. so that they have it better than he does the explanation part is just arbitrary so yeah like i i, I definitely think the way he like his upbringing he was brought up affected him but like yeah you know you brought you raised two very good points okay that i want to touch on right the first one was um um when you were because you're like when you were uh, when you were young right your dad was not around right and then he came later on obviously i'm sure you felt you had certain or you had made up your own ideas of how you feel about that situation right and then he later on came and then since he came into your life you guys had conversations and then now your relationship is what it is like what are the significant differences between you know when he wasn't there when he first came and what it is now like that like can you give us like a picture or paint a picture of how your relationship with him has evolved from the beginning till now and what's this now uh honestly when he i would say that when he wasn't there and because i was growing around up around people whose fathers were not there and the few fathers i saw were not that exemplary he actually had a better image in my head mm. you understand so like your dad is abroad like yeah you do something. yeah yeah do something whatever so uh the image was definitely better. I was living with with his people, so they won't be bad mouthing him or anything. Of you understand? So like the image was definitely better. Uh, when he came, life was better than, than before he did. Yeah, life life in general was better, but living with him was not as fun as I thought it would be. Okay. You understand when he was around life in general was better living with him was just not as fun and then after he left it went back down again so i, I would say that our relationship went through 
Yeah. It was here yeah. before I met him. I met him and it started going this way. Right. And it went all the way here. Yeah. And then as adults it has sort started of come yeah, but okay. Because now we, we can have conversations and then and yeah. now I understand more like once you're going through your own thing. That's what he said. Yeah. Like the one thing that I've I've come to accept is not a single one of us is going to be the best father in the world. Yeah. As we think we would. Not a single yeah. one. Like a lot it, of us think that we are going to be. It will always know, be there'll always be something that, that you, you fail do. to do. Yes, that you do or you fail to do that your child is going to hold on to us. Yeah. This, you understand? Like, like that's what Bernard Boy says. Is, you know, if I do 99, good, you could remain one. Yeah. You understand? <laughs> it, it, no matter yeah. what you do, it will, it will still be that one thing that you didn't do. Plus, like, when you're talking about your dad, for example, he was raising you perhaps in the best possible way for somebody in his time. Yes. Right? Yeah. People still want people still want their children to be lawyers because in their time lawyers were and it. lawyers will complain to you that they are not making any money. Yes. Right. You understand? So we may end up raising our children for what the best possible outcomes are for our, our times. times. Yes. Yes. By the time they are old enough, the world would have changed so drastically exactly. that they will think that the things that you actually shielded them from are the things that you should have given them. I, and I, now that I it looks like yeah, yeah, that's a very good point actually, yeah. I mean, the second thing Zuba, you had mentioned was, you know, your dad telling you what he feels like is right for you. Yes. Right? Yeah. So for me growing up, I when people used to ask me, oh, what do you want to be? I would say doctor because my dad was a doctor, right? And I know that he wanted, he also wanted me to follow in his mm-hmm. footsteps. And I feel like given what I described to you guys earlier on about him always mm-hmm. projecting like my mom, me making that connection, I felt like... Yeah, I ended up, Charlie, not, not becoming a doctor, be. but I feel like maybe if he was, if he spent more time and all, all his energies investing into that in me, like, oh, do you have an interest in this? Oh, I can teach you, blah, blah, blah. If he maybe he had done that, who knows? I may have developed an, an interest. Interest. A genuine interest in it, you understand? But instead, he rather, his focus was on other things, you understand? So in the end, you know, you just don't get what you want anyway but um let's talk about conflict for a second right what is that one major fallout that you and your dad had or have had in your life so far ah the one thing that sticks to to my mind is i think after ss i called him about i called him about school fees or something to uni fees i wanted to get yeah, i called him about it and he had this whole rant about uh, I shouldn't expect that when somebody is hungry, they are going to provide for the other person. <laughs> Which is what does like, that even mean? Like it's 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 once again great advice worded <laughs> wrong and said in the wrong context. Yeah. Right? Obviously, if you are going through it. I should not expect that you carry my bed and yeah. it's it's not it's the it's, it's a fact. It of makes life, sense, yeah. Right? But the context was you were speaking to your son. Yeah. You yeah. understand? The context yeah. where you were speaking to your son, and even if it was something that you wanted to share with me, 
there were better ways, ways of doing it of doing that yeah. so that kind of stuck with me like ah wow okay cool so now when you also need something from me and i am hungry i can't <laughs> yeah <laughs> you understand like but did you guys like was it like a conflict like did you argue with him on no, the no, phone like, or? It, was, like, it was like it was heated. it was full-blown heated on oh, the phone okay. about it like it was it started from something else and when that statement was made yeah i stopped right so like when i heard that statement oh, i was like okay. oh okay fine yeah yeah uh, i was like all right cool you know and then that was it and then it was, i have a similar huh. story bro like so for me, <laughs> yo, like it's just crazy how yeah, it is, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Parallels, so yeah. this was in Motown. I think I was in Form 3. We were still doing, you know, he disappeared for it. <laughs> Man, me and my dad, Charlie, we've gone through some shit. So when I was 13, mm-hmm. yeah, 13, 14, just before we went to secondary school. So my mom transferred me to uh, like another school. Mm-hmm. School fees was a little bit higher for better quality education because right? that's yeah. what my mom always wanted for me yeah my dad came to the school they told him the school fees and he said nah he's paying half he's not paying the full thing because my mom was taking me to an expensive school blah 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 and let's be real at that time honestly looking at what the school fees was i know my dad could have afforded it for it right. like he was a doctor my mom was working for the government like she was she, she's she was uh, she worked at seps right and i'm pretty sure he was making more than her you understand? So if this woman is making these sort of sacrifices, at least that's how I look at you, it, was yeah. making these sort of sacrifices. And my mom has been that kind of person in the family that takes care of everyone. Right. And this woman was still somehow able to still that, yeah. pursue the kind of goals and the sort of things that she wanted for me. Right. You understand? So in that situation, my dad was being petty again, in my opinion. Because no, no, he, was, just, yeah, he just wanted you. to. It wasn't even about yeah, me. It wasn't about so you, for, there was a break. You know, for for when I was in Motown, first year, second year, he I didn't see him at all. And form three, one time we are doing cleanup, we they clean the school randomly. Then someone runs, some junior runs up, and it's like, yo, um, someone is here to see you. He says it's your father. I'm like, oh shit. So at that point, I thought it was my stepfather. Uh-huh. I go then, it was my father. So we reconnected then. So he we reconnected on the whole yeah. He'll come and visit. Mm-hmm. He'll bring me stuff. Blah blah blah. Then at form three, at some point, he calls me one day, and I was like, yo my stuff is finished like mm-hmm. my provisions mm-hmm. are done i need money all of that stuff this guy went off uh, same thing he was like he actually i'll never forget the exact words he said he was like do you think you are the only person in my life huh. <laughs> that's literally what he said to me do you think you are the only person in my life and then i think he called the call can't uh, remember exactly how that ended but yeah i was so devastated because you know what the thing with my dad is i never hit him up for things because i needed them like i mean in that particular moment Mm -hmm. yes i did need stuff but i knew i could call my mom and i'll get it yeah you understand but i had gotten to that point in my teen years where i felt like nah this guy needs to like Mm -hmm. he needs to be called he needs to show up so everything that i did in that time was me bringing him into the equation my mom had always given me the line like yo we are fine you don't necessarily have to ask him for anything whatever you do with him is up to you my right. mom gave me that agency mm-hmm. you understand man so for me i felt like now nah, i want to bring him in you get what i'm saying i feel like he should be stepping up more yeah so it wasn't like i, I if, if he didn't provide for me i was going yeah. to be stuck i could call my mom and it to come but i just needed my father to step in and he just 
didn't want to. You understand? So after that thing, we kind of made up whatever. During the vacation, soon after that, same situation. I was about to go to university, school fees, blah, 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 Charlie, the guy they do long. And I just asked him straight up, I was like, yo, do you want to take care of me or not? And he straight up was like, no. Ah, wow. Now, obviously, I know that he said it out Did of frustration. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know what, why he said it. He yeah. said it out of, yeah, you know, like, fuck off, that type thing. Yeah. No, right? But at that time, like yeah, you you're saying, it context, like, yeah. it impacted me I, so I, I, hugely. I took it personally. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> okay, cool. So, Charlie, I just deleted the number, and in my mind, I was like, yeah, yeah it's over, right? And he tried calling me a couple of times. I didn't pick up, honestly. And I didn't see him again for almost a decade. Didn't hear from wow. him. Wow. Yeah, didn't hear from him. Didn't see him again for almost a decade. Did you get me? So... Yeah, that was <laughs> that That's was pretty tough. much wild. Yeah, that was pretty. So about conflict, your dad. Have you guys had any like big moments? Like honestly, like me and my dad, I've had a few conflicts, but I think the biggest one was when I went to uni in Canada, and I. <laughs> so my dad, my dad always wanted me to become a doctor. Yeah. Okay. So I went there and like I was doing the science program, and then like. I took a psychology course and I was like, yeah, the science shit. It's not for it's me. Not. <laughs> like, I'm, I like this. I like what yeah. the psychology people are saying. So like, yeah. So after that, like the second year of uni, I basically didn't care about my science courses. I was just like focusing on my psychology courses. And my dad was like, what? Like, no, no. Hell so, no. I'm not about to do this. So, yeah. So, like, my, my family had a bit of an intervention. And they were like, what the fuck is going on with you right now? And I was like, well, I wanted, like, this is what I want to do. And my dad was pissed. Because, like, again, like you are saying, like, in their time, yeah. this was the avenue. This so, they actually this, yeah. brought me here to do medicine here, too. And when they brought me here to do medicine, I was like, nah. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> so, like, that, that year... Yeah. between like coming back from Canada because he was first of all he's pissed because he's paid his school fees in Canada yeah, and I wasn't doing what yeah, he wanted to do right, and yeah. now they brought me here and they have yeah. like their raise on me and I still didn't get my medical school forms this nigga was livid so like I think I think if anything that was probably the time where my dad mine and my dad's relationship was re like yeah, was stretched the, rocks, the yeah. most right because like at this point he is mad about multiple things and he thinks I just won't listen yeah. and I think yeah like that is probably the biggest conflict because he still says that to this day where he's like, you want people talk to you about things you don't listen. <laughs> I know that. It's definitely it's because a callback yeah, yeah, yeah. there because there were so many times he sat me down to talk to me about stuff and I was like, yeah. nah. nah. <laughs> I was just saying, and, and like, you see, the thing about me is I would like, at that point, I'd gone to the point where I'd, I'd argued it so many times with so many people yeah. that I wouldn't just, I wouldn't argue with him anymore. Yeah. I mean, I you feel just, like someone has even called you out on this podcast about being disagreeable. I, right. I have told people that I am like a generally disagreeable person, yeah. but I've gone from like, yeah, when I was younger, I was complete disagreeable. Yeah. Now I am like cordial disagreeable. Like, I'll just tell you, I don't agree with you. Like, but you, can it's fine. Yeah. you can explain to me your point of view and maybe I'll come around to it. But if I really feel strongly about something, it's very hard for you to change my point of view because there's a reason I feel that way. So yeah, like, yeah, that was a huge, that was like a huge thing. Like, I think for, like, there was a period of time where I literally, me and my dad almost had, like never interacted. Cause like the whole, my whole first year in uni in Ghana, no, the first year was okay. But second year, cause I didn't go to medical school, literally the whole second year of uni in Ghana, I don't think like me and my dad 
had any long conversations. Like mm. I almost never saw him. Yeah. When I came home on the weekends, he was gone. <laughs> when I went back to uni, he'd be home. Oh, so like, yeah, I almost never saw him. And like, we didn't really talk a lot, but like, yeah, we are, we are working on like improving okay. that now. But yeah, like that was, that was a significant point of conflict because he was not, man, okay. he was not happy. And I we pissed, yeah. bro. Yeah. All the school fees, bro. Yeah, bro. Why are you throwing your life away? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> yeah. And I think literally like that's the way that's, he thought yeah, about it. Because yeah. like he thought... I didn't see what and clearly like it's not that I didn't see like I see it clearer now but like even back then I was just kind of like I want to do my own thing you know but like in his head it's like do this because it will benefit you the most like why won't you listen to me I'm trying to help you yeah. and as a person even like with my in my friendships I can understand his frustration more now because sometimes you tell your friends no you need to do this because it's better for you. And your friend will be like, no, I want to do this instead. And like, I mean, if you care about your friend, you kind of have to shrug your shoulders and be like, okay, I'll support you. But yeah, yeah. like it's tough, man. Yeah, he was not so happy. So guys, Charlie, um, just to remind you, listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on our website, listen to gcr.com, follow us on our socials at the Gold Coast Report. Yeah. Now, uh, Kojo, given that now you have you know you're a parent yourself now right i'm not a parent oh not yet no oh, not yet. okay um <laughs> you have the full context of what yeah, you know yeah. a parent should probably be like you know what is that one thing or what are some of the things that you wish that you had experienced with your dad you know when you were younger uh i think more so maybe presence mm-hmm. presence would have been a big thing. It's always the things that you don't have that you are you didn't get that you are, you end up like but so. Yeah. Maybe <clears throat> presence. Um, I I don't know what I I don't have too much that I wish I had then, because naturally I'm not really that that type of person. Mm-hmm. Like I believe that nothing is wasted. Like everything comes together to bring you yeah to so where points. you are yeah, yeah so it's cool, but. The one thing that now, or let me put it this way, the one thing I enjoy talking to him most about is his childhood and then his relationship with his father. Yeah, and Getting just to his, know yeah, him. just yeah. trying to understand what it is with the men yeah. that came before me. Right. And yeah, so it's just listening and trying to see you. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah. sometimes when I do this, maybe this is where it's from. And that's when I react this way, maybe, you know, because yeah. there are genes involved too. Yes. It's true. You know, apart from just Completely being raised agree. by a person, there are genes involved too. Yes. There are just certain things that, yeah. you know, yeah. I agree. I think for me, it's like, um, I wish, like you're saying, presence, but more specifically, one thing that, like in terms of like my career, some of the choices I would have loved, like I would have oh, needed guidance true. on. Do you get what I'm saying? As a man, that's, I feel like I lack that so much. Do you get what I'm saying? And another thing too that I would like to say is, I love my mom and everything, but obviously the people that you grow up with, they have an imprint on who you become, yeah. right? And I became a lot, like I took on a lot of qualities that my mom has. I don't like all of them. Yeah. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? As a yes, person, absolutely. I don't yeah. like all of them. There yeah. are some where I do and I'm like, oh, goodness man i really wish i was not like this right do you get what i'm saying and sometimes i wonder if i had the, if i had a full <clears throat> complement of 
my dad, and then and her. Would there have been a counterbalance? A would there have been yeah. another angle, uh, angle to it, maybe, to it yeah. that would have also imprinted on me to sort of, you know, make me navigate things, you know, a little bit different. So for me, that would probably that would be what it is that you know um, now that, that's like it's heavy for the both of you because like all i was going to say is that like i i wish my dad explained things to me more like that to me that's the only difference between the relationship that i had with my dad as a kid and the relationship i'm trying to build with my dad now because i was saying even earlier before like we started the podcast that like my dad is a person mm-hmm. beyond being just my father yeah like there are a lot of experiences that he's had in his life that have nothing to do with him being my father, that shaped him into the person that he is today. And continue to do that. Cause like, even now, I don't spend all my time with my dad. There are things my dad does outside of being my father that are constantly shaping him. And I wish he would explain those things to me more as his kid, especially if those things affect his relationship with me directly. So like, let me give you an example. Like you, you both talked about like your dad and the school fees thing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think that if in a circumstance like that, like let's say if my dad had taken the time or your dad had taken the time, I don't know if this would have affected you, but like if somebody had taken the time to sit down and be like, this is what is happening to me. I'm struggling with this, this and this and this. This is why I can't do this for you. Or this is why I think this is a bad idea. And like, as a kid, I might not fully grasp it, but at least he tried to help me understand it. I think that my relationship with my dad would have been a lot better. It's something that, as an adult, I'm trying very hard. Because I also noticed that there were times in my life where I was very dismissive of people who didn't understand what I was trying to put across to them. And I would just like be like, okay, well, if you don't get it, whatever, like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I try a lot harder to be the kind of person who ex- who takes the takes time, things to yeah. like explain things because like even like I have a daughter right? like and sometimes I won't see her for a while but when I see her, I try to explain to her why I haven't like if something is happening or like I'm ha- I explain because she's an adult well she's not an adult but she's a person and I think she deserves I think that's a difference right that the the older generation did not see kids as, as people yes yes until a certain point until you reach a certain age yeah so in in my dad in my dad's head when you're older i can have all these conversations with, with you, you and then you finally understand yeah. now you won't understand so i'll just react yeah. i'll just tell you what you need yeah, to do yeah it doesn't even matter yes yeah that's yeah. yeah that's uh, and like so like yeah that's something that's like it's and i try to do it with my mm-hmm. nephews too because like my when i I treat my nephews like children, like like people. People, yeah. Yeah. So like my nephew asked me like a random question, like, "Oh, what is the sky?" And I'll explain it to him in detail that like the sky is blue because the sun refracts on the earth atmosphere. And he'll be like, "What's refract?" Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, "Okay, let's explain that to you too." And it's like you have to be patient because again, like they are little people. That's literally all they are. And like you say, like even as adults, we are still figuring the world yeah. out. Imagine when you were a kid. There was so much of the world to figure yeah. out. And then imagine you have somebody who you think has the world figured out telling you, I can't explain that yeah. to you or I'm not going to ex- yeah, bother explaining to you. Just do it. Do it. Yeah. Like, you'll be like, what, what's going on? Like, I'm just trying to understand the world. Like, <laughs> just take the time to like explain something. And like, yeah, you have to be patient like as a parent. And that's something that, like I said, like 
my dad that's probably my dad's tragic flaw that he never did and i think if he had done that as a kid because he's doing that now more as an adult mm -hmm. and like you said maybe it's because i'm an adult now yeah but like he i feel like you it's understand helping, it yeah and it's helping our relationship so much better because like again like with the cutting my hair literally like my dad sat me down and was like this is why I need you to do this. He started at first mm -hmm. with the, no, you need to do it, you need to do it. And then after a while, like, he, he sat me down and he was like, no. Or oh, you had dreads. I, you, yeah, I had uh, like braids, right? Uh, and then like my dad sat me down and he was like, listen, it is not that I'm not proud of you mm -hmm. or what you're doing. It's just that I have friends mm -hmm. and there's, there's a very conservative culture here. Mm -hmm. And when my friends see you with that, they are going to judge not just you, but me along with you. So like, I want... If, if, even if I want to show you off to my friends or I want to take you mm. places, I have to second guess it because of this. And like, it's something that's clearly mm. hurting him because yeah. it was bothering him. That was a moment of vulnerability. And, and he explained to me, you know, like, so I then like had a decision to make. Am I going to let my dad feel this way? Mm -hmm. Or am I just going to make his yeah. life a little bit better when yeah. it's just hair? Yeah, it's just hair. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Like, but when he was forcing it down my throat, it was like, to me, it was like a standoff. It was a Mexican standoff. Like <laughs> yeah. my head. It's like who, a, a breaking of the wills. But then after he explained it, 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 it wasn't a will thing. It was just, oh, yeah, let me do this shit for yeah, my dad. Because like, it's cool. Yeah, it's nothing. Make him feel yeah. better. Yeah. They didn't understand. Like, you know, like conversations or communication sometimes really goes a long way. It does. You know, in fact, not sometimes. A lot all of the All time. the time. All of our all issues are just miscommunication. Yes, it goes a long way. Like, I, I, I have this, and I've said this on this podcast too before, I have this big issue with, like, a lot of people that I talk to and I ask them, how do you feel about something? And they can't really answer me because nobody's ever had that conversation with them mm -hmm. about how they feel about things because it was just do this, do this, do this. And then, like, you do that when they are kids. Then when this person becomes a full-blown adult, who is telling to, yes. them what to do? <laughs> You know what I mean? So at this point, it's like they don't even understand why they did those things. So, like, they, they haven't reflected on their actions ever. They've never been given the opportunity to reflect yeah. or, or inquire or question It's their... even a part of, like, our educational system, it right? It is, yeah. Because, like, don't have any extra opinions yes. apart from what is in the book. Yes. From <laughs> basic all the way to uni. And then when you get to uni... What are your opinions? Yes. Yeah. And then when you're not saying yeah. anything, it's like you're timid. Like you but, literally tell people shish 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 shim yes. in measure. Yes. In primary for yeah. having the wrong answer. So why then now I do think yeah. that all of a sudden they'll have confidence they'll, to raise up your hand and answer questions. They'll be like, won't anybody raise up your hand? Then some teachers go come on yeah, and then they last yeah, yeah, so like, what? Obviously. You're making it worse. It's it's you know, but I, I like, yeah. it's ridiculous. important yeah. and treating children as not just children but people. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Somebody said yeah. they treat children like livestock, but it's true. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to treat them like, like people. You need Say to treat them like people. Like yeah. I think that, that's the one thing that yeah. Like I wish yeah. my dad did. Like the, the, there's a thing that I I I always tell. Like if somebody brings like a kid around me and they are like running around doing all these things and then. Are trying to scream at them to stop out. That's the thing that I always tell them. I'm like, you, as old as you are, if I go and drop you in Korea right now that you've never been, you're going to be, you know, you yes. try to maintain, but you're going exactly. to be looking at stuff. And yes. Then, this is a person that, look at this big world. They exactly. just literally came. <laughs> yeah. You know, why like would literally. they want to run yeah. around? Yeah. They literally go here. They, they have no idea how no. big. And then, yeah, so they walk out and they have seen something for the first time. Yeah. 
absolutely. Like, I'll, I'll see this for the first time. Like, allow him. Absolutely. Like, I, 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 I was having a conversation on with the, this lady on Twitter recently. I was like, kids allow us to re-experience yes. the world, man. Like, it's it's so beautiful to me. Like, I love I love being around kids because everything is new, everything is cool, and they'll ask you a million questions, and that's great because like every time they ask that question, I'm reminded about something that I take for granted. Like, what? Why is the sky blue? I take that shit for granted. But when he asks me that question, I now have oh. to like think about it. I'm like, oh, wow, it's actually pretty cool that the sky is blue because all this shit needs to happen for the sky to be blue. But like, yeah, like a lot of times parents are just kind of like, nah, like you need to stop doing that. And, Why? And also not being open enough to admit their own weaknesses to us. Right? So uh, I want school fees. Oh, Charlie Kojo. It's, it's hard out here. Or like, I'm I'm searching for I'm a job. Broke. I can't even get a job. <laughs> I'm broke. Yeah. Bare three weeks near me. Yeah. So be quite now. But and they've got a bit of scar. Who goes to crying? Who they all Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It, it, it has nothing to do, to do with, with your kid. Yeah. There's always an extra reason beyond just bro. Life is hard. I'm yeah. going through it as much. I'm yeah. not the hero that you think right. I am. Yeah. You know I can't like. I want something we don't have instead of we don't have money every day you want something yes exactly yeah you understand it's, it's so a way of shielding their vulnerabilities yeah. yeah it's a way of shielding their vulnerabilities okay. for sure um could you you're a firstborn right yeah i am the firstborn also a firstborn Zumba. last born that's a huge misconception <laughs> no, no, no. you know do you know why you did chill why because by the time it gets to you yeah at least 80% of the fatherhood or motherhood thing has been figured out. We are the, we are the first people, we are the experiment. <laughs> that's, 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 that's they, they, they won't get it all the way right. I'm not even talking about uh, getting it all the way right. The reason we suffer for, like, the uh -huh. reason, and I said it, like, is because we, we have, we are the ones with the most amount of expectation. Because they know that they fucked up with you. Yeah. They know they fucked up with the other ones. But with us, they think they are doing it right. They think they've got the yeah. game on lock. And well, we are still I've fucking actually up. not looked at it that way. I, okay, okay. I, mean, yeah. I think that also, yeah. that kind of also depends on how we turn out. Yes, yes, yes. yes but yes. but yes. even yeah. the thing is, even if, like, if you guys, if you guys turned out a little bit fucked up, uh, they they might internalize some of that as maybe we didn't do the parenting yes. thing right. And then do it when, when it gets to us, they are like, we, we, we got the parenting right. Usually they are in a better financial position and all of yeah. that. So they are like, we give this person everything. everything. Why are they not? Why do you get what yeah, I mean? So there's, true, yeah. there's an enormous also, amount of pressure on us. Yeah, I have a friend who is also like a the last one. And he has expressed similar sentiments. It's the same thing, man. Like, it's not the same thing, but the experiences, the weight of the experiences are probably... Similar, yeah, yes, you yes. because for a firstborn, like you are saying, the expectations, Charlie, firstborn, like whatever ideas they have about parenting or life, whatever, they are bringing it down. Yeah. You understand, and they are winging it as they go, they are winging yeah. it as you, <laughs> yeah. it's just wing, like look at yeah. a, an 18 year old, yeah. trying to raise me, yeah, yeah, uh, like, exactly, winging it as she goes along, yeah. I see my, my kid brother. There are things that he will get away with that there was no way. Exactly. Away with. Cause exactly. Because they, they fixed that. Yeah. But then I see what you're saying yeah. too. Because now, if I turn out right, I become at least the, the least that you can aspire to. Yes. If yeah. I turn out wrong, 
then there's extra pressure to even get it right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Do you I think like it. parents are honest about how much responsibility responsibility they take for I guess you know the firstborn navigating the firstborn type thing? You understand? If you get it wrong, whatever. Do you think that you um, like how often do you think parents are honest? about taking on that responsibility. I I I think the the if they are honest, they are honest with themselves. Not with no, the not rest with of you. the world. I, I also yeah, exactly. I, I, I agree with you. I know you. Yeah. If they are honest, I I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I mean if they love you and mm-hmm. most parents obviously love their children. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure when they are alone, yes. they will go over and over and see where about, they made yeah, like if I had done it this but way, this way would, would have it have yeah. turned out different. But yes. Admit it to you or to no. other people now. No. You never do uh, that, right? Okay. <laughs> um I uh, final question before we well, sort of wrap this up mm-hmm. is um do you guys think that I know that sometimes People, like, we want to always, like, we want to mm-hmm. glorify our parents. We love them. We want to give them their props, whatever. But mm-hmm. let's be honest about this question. Do you generally think that your father is proud of you? Could you all start with you and then... And my father is proud of me? Yes. Do you think that generally your father is proud of you? I think he is, but also the bow is lower than... Mm-hmm. than from what I am learning, you guys, you yeah. you understand. I never had... It was never expected, or is it expected of me? It was expected of me, but I never had the pressure of you have to be <coughs> a doctor. It was also one of the things that whilst you were speaking, I was thinking about that. Okay, maybe, maybe it could have changed about my childhood, but I don't put that on my dad because he wasn't even around. So the thing with me was when I was younger, or oh, I've always been, I've always been smart. Uh, I think my my gift is more understanding. Once I understand a thing, I can manipulate it wherever you use it. Once I have that understanding, and it's very easy for me to understand things. So school was easy for me. I didn't like to go, but first to fifth, regular. If I'm 10th in class, I'm getting beaten at home. (laughs) And because because it was it looked like it was so easy for me mm-hmm. and it wasn't that easy for the rest of my cousins and resources were limited resources were spent on the people that couldn't make it all right and none were like no attention was given oh kojo but you'll be fine yeah that's oh kojo they are getting extra classes for people oh kojo they honor their school. yeah you understand i wish i had more of that because maybe my career choice, maybe my choices about education and everything would have been different. You understand? So I do think he's proud of me because his dad wasn't him. He's not a doctor. You understand? Like he, he didn't, he didn't finish. I think he didn't even finish uh, SS. He didn't finish SS. Uh, my mom, my mom, yeah, my mom finished. My mom finished. Had a baby, quit one school, went to the other, finished. But didn't also even go to uni or whatever. So for them, I have already exceeded. What mm. they did. You understand? I've already exceeded expectations. Um, my mom, especially because I, my mom thinks that she did like an incredible job. With me. Like she thinks that she did like, an incredible... Like, I'm the model 
whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I learned early not to bring my problems home. Okay. Right? If I go and if she she wouldn't know that I've I've had literal police cases before. Right. Because I'm not I'm not I'd I'd go to a friend before I went to her. Right. Because when I go there, I know it's going to be a conversation that involves how stupid my father is. Right. And I was tired of hearing that. And yeah. I, was, I was just tired of if I come home and I come and ask for something, it's going to delve into a conversation about Your dad. how irresponsible yeah, my dad, dad is. is yeah. If I right. go to him, it's going to go into a conversation about how my mom cannot do anything for herself and cannot manage money and spends all her money on uh, funeral cloth. And I was just so I was just I was just like tired <laughs> of hearing yeah. that. So all the mischief that I got into handled it by myself, myself. or with friends. Okay. So for her, I am, you know, the model. Yourself, yeah, I'm yeah. perfect across board. I don't even know how to drink that much. Probably <laughs> never smoked. Never <laughs> like I'm. I'm perfect across board. Yeah. And I was more troublesome when I was younger, but as an you know, as when an adult, she, yeah, yeah, when she, yeah, because she did her thing. Now I'm now you're in a good place. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now like I'm, I'm in a good place. Yeah. And, and uh, she's always telling my younger brother, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know? Yeah. But I get you. I get you. Um, I think for me, I've had two fathers, obviously. Mm. I know for sure my dad was not proud of me. Uh, my actual father passed away like three oh, years ago. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Um, he, up until he passed away, I know he was not proud of me. I know. Um, my dad, we never, unfortunately, never got to the point of resolving things. You understand? Because like you're saying, as you experienced, you had mentioned that your father came into it with an entitlement of your um, yeah, love. Like, yeah, love, right? Yeah, yeah. For me, love, was, attention, everything. Attention, yeah, for me, it was like respect. Yeah. You know, my dad came and he thought that he was going to get, oh, you're back. Welcome, mm -hmm. open arms, right? And what he got, the rea what he got was a reaction from an angry man. Yeah, obviously. Yes, an angry yeah. man who was who was entitled yeah. to his anger too. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. And so when I gave him that, his counter was, you know, the respect. Look at what I, I was right. You know, I was yeah. right. You live with your mom and look at yeah. what you become. You understand me? This is what you become. Blah blah. So that was how it sort of ended. Unfortunately, you understand. So for him, I know. That he was not proud of me, which is sad to say. Though. I think you. I think maybe you just assume that he wasn't. Anyway, that could also yeah. be true, right? But like I'm saying, what counts or what matters is what was communicated. To yes, me. absolutely. I can only go by what yeah, what's, that's, that's yes, communicated, right? right? And what the sense I got was he, he was never really proud of me. But my stepfather, obviously, our relationship <coughs> evolved over time. Initially, it was tough, but now, when I was younger, I was like. This guy, am I ever going to be able to say I love this guy? But today, I genuinely can't say that wholeheartedly. Yeah, that look, I actually yeah. love this guy. You get what I'm saying? Because in the end, gradually, he became some version of the father that, you know, I hope to have. It's not perfect, obviously, but I got some version of it. Do you get what I'm saying? So, but even for him, in terms of being proud of me, yes, he's proud of generally the man mm -hmm. I am. But I think that career-wise, whatever, yeah. he has a different idea yeah. of what it should have been. 
Do you get what I'm saying? But what I love about him is that he has evolved so much that now he's able to be okay with that. And accept it, yeah. You understand? He's able to be okay with the fact that I'm not what you're not he here envisaged you to be, yeah. Me to be. Do you get what I'm saying? And for me, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's similar because I, I mean I'm not a doctor so clearly <laughs> my dad is it's like yeah. that, that was my dad's like ideal yeah. right so like I didn't meet his ideal but one thing that has really evolved since because like I came back together to build a relationship with my dad right so one thing that has really evolved evolved in like me and my dad's relationship is not only do I see my dad as a person now but I think my dad has not only started to see me as a person but has actually started to like what's the word I'm looking for? He is, it's not proud, but he respects like the person I am. So like he understands that I see, he, like my dad can come to me for my opinion on certain things because he respects my opinion on that probably more than anybody else in the family. So when it comes to like our family dynamic, like siblings wise and within the family, I am the person my dad will go to to communicate certain things to my siblings because he respects the fact that I am better at doing that than he is. And that is like a level of, that's something I know he, he has to be proud of that. Because in order for me to become the kind of person that I am, like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, something to If he to comes to you to that, then he's yeah, proud. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, so there's a pride in that sense. And yeah. obviously, like, working with him now to literally, like, in the last week, my dad has left the business. Like, he doesn't, he genuinely yeah. doesn't and that's, give, that's huge. Yeah, he just, like, he doesn't give, to, like, any, everything, people would text my dad to do something with the business, and he would forward me the text. Yeah. He won't call me. You just be because like, that's yeah. your shit to you deal with now. You have become the yeah. man like he trusts. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so he will like, trust you with something that he has built exactly. over years. And for me, for my fathers, that's a huge compliment. That, so, so, yeah. They're able to entrust you with something that they... Yeah, built. Work so yes. hard to build. Yes. Because you know how they feel about yeah. that. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's no, honestly, like, yeah. like yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like It's not the, 100% because you're not I'm a not doctor. Yeah, like, yeah. But, you know, you know, if I was a doctor a close and 90, doing this, yeah. you yeah. are, yeah. you'd have been like, you'd have been like, you'd have been like, you'd have been like, right? But like, yeah, like, the fact that like, yeah, like literally, even right now, like he was, he was just, he was the one who was calling me, like he was calling me because he wants me to bring him a skill. When I'm going, it's like, you can get somebody else to do yeah. this, but like he wants his son to yeah, do it, you know? And like now it's always it. like he'll call me up and be like, You need to go and do this for me, or I need you to do this for me. He always wants people to call me and meet me. So like yeah, yeah. clearly he's proud. Like yeah, there's there's a degree do. of pride yeah, there. Yes. Honestly, like it. moving back to build a relationship with my dad is one of the best decisions that I've ever made in my like genuinely, because I I'm happy. Like I'm actually happy mm-hmm. having this kind of relationship with my parents. Like, my dad is my friend. You know, like, I don't know how many people can say that. Yeah, that's like, huge. It's, it's Bro, he, he had two fathers and he couldn't confidently. Bro, you get one two. two. Like, <laughs> and, and that used to frustrate me so much. Yeah, like, how did I end up with two fathers? Two. Yeah. And I still didn't. And they still, like... I, I will say this, though. Like, like it's, it's, it was intentional on my part. Uh-huh. Like, a lot. Like, yeah. there was a lot of grace and intention on my part. Because if I had kept the same mindset that I had growing yeah, up. There's the no way. There's no way. Like, but yeah, like I came down and I told them that, like I, I was like, dad, I moved back to try and build a relationship with you. So like, yeah, yeah I'm putting the ball in your courts. Like I'm, yeah. I'm opening up to you, right? I'm explaining things to you. Love it. Not making the same mistakes. Okay. So um, I feel like, you know, this particular conversation there, there's so many oh, angles. Endless. Like, bro, so like, many yeah, angles. We, we could have talked for, for, for much longer. Much yeah. longer, but yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, we've run out of time. 
um, a while ago, actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as it's, as it's becoming, you know, as we are realizing now yeah. is that like some, a lot of these conversations are becoming this way because people generally have a lot to say about these yeah. things. You understand, man? To create those spaces for them is something that they appreciate. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So Definitely. yeah, I, I actually love it. So Kojo, before we go, like what, what's, you know, Kojo up to now? What's, you know, what's on the horizon for you? Um, so your art, I, your life, all of that stuff. Uh yeah, like I've 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 tried, I've tried a, a bunch of things. I took, I would say I took a break from music for a bit to live life because the music that I make comes from the life that life. you live. Yeah. So yeah. I real what I realized is if you spend too much time stuck in the studio. The, there's a disconnect life will pass you back yeah you are still talking about things that you think matter but then it there's doesn't really matter anymore yeah, yeah. yeah so just just go and live and I so when people ask me I tell them I am writing I'm not actually writing but, but I'm, you are, yeah, that's yes. what I'm doing I'm yes. soaking up I'm, I'm getting all of this Gaining to come back yeah, things, to yeah. come back and then and, and then uh, do something um I'm sure by the time this is out, I probably would have been back active. Mm. Yeah, so uh, whatever whatever is happening around the time this comes out is what <laughs> is what I have been up to. Okay. Yeah, Brilliant. that's pretty okay. cool. That's pretty cool. We'll take that for sure. Yeah. We'll take that. And we typically end the episode by asking if you would be happy to go out and grab some fufu with us sometime i if i will be if if i will be happy yes. when when would you yeah when, 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 i shouldn't even have asked yeah. yeah. of okay. you somebody who said fufu bro my man man um i would love to anytime that you guys are available and then yeah. i'm putting it out there the next time any of you happen to be in Kumasi. Oh, it's, it's not even the next time. When you're in Kumasi, just hit me up. You were saying that um, you are off socials, but you can plug your socials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Twitter and Instagram at Kojo underscore Q. And on Facebook is K-O hyphen J-O-Q. The Q is C-U-E. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm most active on on twitter like yeah yeah i'm i think when i come back i'll try to be more active on instagram especially <laughs> but i struggle with instagram I need a, is more visual yeah you need, you need to know, take I, need, I need like a, a team for that because yeah. i i kind of struggle with remembering to take something for yeah, social yeah, media for when social i'm in media, the moment yes, yeah yes, like I, I, I do yeah you're living yeah. in the moment i do like really cool stuff yeah right like i don't know if you guys uh, I'm sure you had like Ludacris was in yeah yeah, yes, yeah yeah so I was I was uh, one of the project managers for the writing comp that he did oh okay not a single picture yeah yeah uh, bro that you should be all over not a single picture I yeah. think I, I I got into a video because they were shooting a video for the documentary so maybe I'm in a video a lot right. but not a single picture because <laughs> I mean like I am there and I'm yeah. enjoying it so yeah. it, it absolutely like you're experiencing yeah. it yeah I'm experiencing you're not it taking it never the time really to take a picture that, yeah. oh I need these to people get a need picture. to know yeah. that yeah. I'm doing, doing this yes yes yes, yes. yes. but I think as, as an artist 
it's important that I let people for know. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that's, that's cool. Charlie, right. thank you so much for yeah. coming, man. Really appreciate right. it. Thank you for having me and thank yeah. you for being like vulnerable. Thank you for yeah. Yeah, same, man. Guys, man. We appreciate that. Appreciate that. that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So guys, Charlie, you hear from us soon. Follow us on our socials at the Gold Coast Report. Listen to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. All right, guys, take care. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.